family, today's episode is one of those episodes where it could be considered controversial or it can really be considered power to truth or truth to power. Well, hope you give me a chance because I got some things to share with you. What do you do when the clock is against you and, and, and you have enough wisdom to do it over, but you don't have enough time to do it over? What do you, what do, you do when you miss your season and you've missed your window of opportunity? What, what do you do when you, you know that you've got the desire to do it and you've got the passion to do it, but, but you look in the mirror and the, and the wrinkles in your face and the sagging of your body indicates you don't have time to do this all over again? She says, I don't have time to get pregnant again. I don't have have a second chance at life. My life is over. Go away. Don't hang around me. I have nothing left to give. There are people that when you start running out of time, you get bitter. You get desperate. You start pushing people away from you because they're asking something of you that you don't think you can give anymore. And you find yourself in a place of depletion and it feels like God has forgotten you. But I remind you, nothing just happens at, at this age, at this stage, there's a reason why it happened at this age. There's a reason why it happened at this level in life. It's not a mistake. It's not an accident. God didn't fall asleep on the job and the devil came in and wrecked the car. No, God never sleeps and he never slumbers. He's in complete control and he knows where you are and he knows how old you are and he knows how much time you spent and he knows what happened to you and he knows who walked out and left you and he he knows who betrayed you and he knows who molested you and he knows who raped you and he knows who rejected you and he knows where you are in life and he knows about your bills and he knows about your degree and he knows you dropped out of school and he knows about what you didn't get and he knows about the health of your child and he knows about the condition of your neighborhood understand that and tell yourself nothing just happens And so Orpah walks away. She walks away. I may have to turn this into a series because I can't, I can't get out of this. Orpah walks away and she cries and she goes back. But, and, she, and, and there are people who can walk away from you. And hear me when I tell you this. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. When people can walk away from you let them walk I can sit down now I preach I can sit down I don't need to make an altar call or nothing I can say I don't have to hoop I don't have to make you shout I have just preached right now when people can walk away from you let them walk I don't want you to try to talk another person into staying with you, loving you, calling you, caring about you, coming to see you, staying attached to you. I mean, hang up the phone. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. I don't care how wonderful they are. I don't care how attracted you are to them. I don't care what they did for you 20 years ago. I don't care what the situation is. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. Because your destiny is not tied to the person who left. 
y'all hear me? You, you, you don't want me this morning. You better leave me alone. You better run out of here. Don't let my voice fool you. Ain't nothing wrong with my head. Your destiny is never tied to anybody that left. The Bible said that they came out from us, that it might be made manifest that they were not of us. For had they been of us, no doubt they would have continued with us. People leave you because they're not joined to you. And if they're not joined to you, you get super glue and you can't make them stay. Let them go. And it doesn't mean that Orpah was a bad person. It just means that Orpah's part in the story is over. And you've got to know when people's part in your story is over so that you don't keep trying to raise the dead. You got to know when it's dead, David. When your boy is dead, wash your face and have another baby. You got to know when it's over. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. Look at somebody and say, nothing just happens. If they walked away, it's no accident. If they left here, it's no accident. If you tried to make it work and it wouldn't work, it's no accident. Accept it as the will of God. Clap your hands, wash your face, do your dance, and keep going. Oh, Baby, 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 don't make me preach them. Let me tell you something. I, I got the gift of goodbye. I mean, I got the gift of goodbye. It's, it's a tip spiritual gift. I believe in goodbye. It's not that I'm hateful. It's that I'm faithful. And I know whatever God needs for me to have, he'll give it to me. And if it takes too much sweat, I don't need it. Stop begging people to stay. Let them go. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family, Big Up. As always, thank you for joining this movement. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration and motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, you know the motto, the slogan, what we live by here, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. As Bob Marley said, you never know how strong you are and to being strong is the only choice you have. Look, if living means doing what you love to do, even if you have to fall to get back up. You, you know what we normally do here, ask you one question and two thought-provoking statements. First question, who or what do you need to let go so you can move on? Again, who or what do you need to let go so you can move on? 
I love this first thought provoking statement by TD Jakes. Your destiny is not tied to the person who less left. Your destiny is not tied to the person who left. And the last thought provoking statement that I think will arrest your attention as it did with mine is the gift of goodbye. Again, the gift of goodbye. You see, family, I had to learn this the hard way. And they said the the best lessons ever taught were taught the hard way. But I'm like, well, could we got this information another way? See, what happened was, family, when I was working for this particular organization, and I won't name the names, to protect the innocent. <laughs> but working for this organization and what I had noticed was is that during a certain time as far as a lunch break or any type of break, there the my peers or some of my peers, not all of them would go downstairs and this is when vaping was very became very popular and they were vaping and they would be down there for hours and and, and it got to a point in which that a the manager had to send out an email to everyone and say, hey, listen, I don't really pay attention to, you know, the time you guys clock in and clock out or um, as far as and, and when, when he said he didn't pay attention, when he, let me clarify that he he, he didn't mind us going out and uh, taking a 15 minute break and, um, you know, of course, your lunch break and things of that nature. But he said he was drawing concerns because of the fact that people were out there for hours and hours and he didn't want to put anything structure in because he in, he didn't want to micromanage the situation. He felt that we were adults and we should be able to manage our own time effectively, in which I truly agreed. And this went on again. I mean, this even though the email was sent out, they still were doing it, but they found different ways to go about doing it. And I, I just was laughing to myself. And so it, I, I made a decision to in the mornings. I, I'm not a big breakfast as far as your normal eggs and everything like that. I'll eat them, but I'm more of a lunch type lunch and dinner type person. So what I would do is we had a, a, a local store, like literally on the same campus of where I was working at as well as down the street. So I would either go to one of those two locations, pick up something and I would come back, you know, into the, the office. Yes, I was, you know, on the clock, but it goes back to the principles that I've shared with you before family. I said, I, I made this point too. I was talking to my nephew one day. I said, you know, what's interesting. I said, if I make a decision to work later, I'm never asked why am I working later? If I'm not, if I'm, let's say I'm an hourly employee and I clocked out and I'm working later and I'm not getting paid for it per the terms of conditions. There's no problem. But if I 
if I, but if I am on the clock and at, at the same time, since I'm on the clock, I go do things as far as, like I said, when it went to the corner store, which again, literally family, it was maybe at tops three minutes away. And I mean, and that was, and, and that's by car. So by foot, maybe it would have been probably about 10 minutes, but I never walked. I mean, I would just drive over there real quick because I wanted to, to get back as fast as possible. So really back into the story. So I'm, I'm literally going to do this and it felt like, you know how, um, when you watch like mob movies or just criminal type of movies and it's like the FBI building a case up against you. So, uh, (laughs) so they, they, they built a case up against me and I'm, I'm like, you know, and, and and this is the funny thing about it is, so I walk into the office where I'm with the HR and they're like, they start, you know, they ask me, so do you, um, so where do you go in the morning when you come in? I said, oh, I, I go get some, uh, some breakfast because there's, there's no calls that come in. And plus I get them transferred to my phone if something comes up, but there has not, there's never been a call that come in. And I was like, to even prove this, you can check the records. I said, if you look at the records, uh, when a call comes in, it is, it is put into a situation where you have the ability to go back and look at every call that comes in. And I said, just pull the records for the last 30 days. There's never been a call that came in. I've never missed a call um, that, that has come in. And they said, Hmm, say they were like, well, wow, you, you're honest. We thought you were going to lie. I was like, why would I lie about going to get uh, breakfast or, or anything? I was like, because even when I'm not on the clock, when, since I stayed down the street from you, I, if someone called me in because they were having some challenges, I would literally come up there and help them out. And I wasn't on the clock. I wasn't getting paid for it. So what my integrity means more to me than anything. So it it doesn't even matter uh, about, you know, not helping someone else because I want to help people out. So anyway, family, I, I moved forward and, um, they, 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 you know, they said, well, could you step outside? So they talk some among themselves and then they bring me back in. So they start uh, showing me pictures of me leaving the building. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, and, and let me, let me, let me park right there real quick. First of all, I wasn't trying to hide anything. I knew where the cameras were because I knew the facility manager. So I knew all the cameras in the building. So if I really wanted to to hide something, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have went down that way. I would have went down another way. So again, I literally thought I wasn't doing anything wrong. I said, because of the fact that you got these people out here, my, some, some of my peers, and let's be clear, some, not all, because not all of them smoke. So they would literally be outside for hours. And I said, they got an email warning. Why did you guys build a case up against me and not just come to me and say, hey, you know, ED, um, we I see that you're you're leaving. I, we don't know where you're going. Uh, we assume that you're going to get breakfast or some type of food because we see you coming back in with the actual bag. <laughs> but um, uh, we 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 don't. Um, but but you're on the clock and per the rules, you know, we have to make sure that um, you could do that during the time you're off the clock, meaning your lunch break or something like that. And. I, I was, I mean, when I left out of that particular meeting with the HR rep and uh, my manager, I was heated. I was hot. I was angry. And I'll never forget that I actually, 
I mean, that's when I dove in even deeper into personal development because I felt attacked. I man, and 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 when my mentor has said, he said, you know, this is when I started to realize and taking my my game to another level of saying, I'm not going to be the victim here. I'm going to be the victor. And I, I mean, I turned it up. I mean, I, when I say I literally turned, I was working. I mean, I just turned it up. It was just, it's just one of those things. Remember I talked about with Michael Jordan in the last dance, how, how he, he, his mind would click. My mind just clicked and I went into autopilot of doing everything I potentially can do because I felt truly offended that I felt it wasn't fair that, that, that some of my peers got a warning where I got a, a, a more of a investigation that went on and I didn't miss any time. I didn't miss a call. I didn't miss any email. I didn't miss anything. And literally I would go get the food and it wasn't like I was going to sit in a cafeteria or sit in my car. I was literally eating it at my desk. So I had an issue with that. And so that's why I, I thought to myself, like, um, and, and when I heard this message, I was like, wow, this, this, this is crazy, you know, because I remember where I finally came to myself and really started, you know, like some of these principles I started delivering. And that's what made me talk about this today. And, and the reason why I say it's controversial, uh, because a lot of people, uh, when you talk about uh, nothing just happens and that that's what the title of today's show is family nothing just happen happens practicing the gift of goodbye when we start practicing this gift of goodbye we start questioning ourselves if we're making a a a right decision you know especially if you're the one that walks away if you walk away then you're like man you know did i mess something up did you know did i pick the right time see family you're not you're you're not going to know if it's the right time you're not going to know if, if if you made the the right decision yeah even even when you think that oh man this is the the, the right decision you're still going to have it inside of you, especially if you're somebody like me that really sees, a, you know, I, you know, I've been told that I, I always see the best in people. And because of that, sometimes that I let things go on longer than they should when I could have cut it off. And so that's why when when I do cut it off or when I do make a decision and that's not always people, sometimes when people hear this message by T.D. Jakes, they always equate people. There's there's things that there could be even habits that you're doing, that you're bad habits that you have that you've been trying to cut off and you need to learn the gift of goodbye. You need to learn that there's no accident that you're feeling a particular way of why you don't want to continue to do that habit, whether, you know, uh, again, I'm not here to judge because I'm not perfect. So whether whatever that particular habit it is that you know that you you said that you wanted to change and you keep doing the same thing or you get around people that's doing the same thing. And if and you you already know when you're in an environment that's doing the same thing that you're trying to get away from, it's even harder because they make you feel 
comfortable. It's uncomfortable to to make a decision to say, I'm going to get up at four or five o'clock in the morning and I'm going to work on creating a additional side income because I may like selling on eBay or I may like selling on Amazon or I just want to create my own products or whatever that thing is. But it's 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 uncomfortable because now you have to give up sleep for something that you don't know if it's going to be prosperous or not. You is for some it's, it's very unknown. So when when when. T.D. Jakes talked about nothing just happens. You just have to understand again, and I'll re- reflect this, it's just not people orientated. There can be things that you personally need to, to really start focusing on because, you know, when you look at life, it's, it, it's, it's very seasonal, I'll say that again. When you look at life, it's very seasonal. It's seasonal in a way where, in a sense, it depends on the perception of what you what you're looking at as far as your reality. Because if because it's cold, that doesn't mean that there's not an opportunity to win. Because it's hot, that doesn't mean there's not an opportunity to win. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Ed. What are you talking about? Again, again. I already know this question is coming. See what I mean, family is. is is that during there was a depression that was going on or even during the pandemic, I really want to speak there during the pandemic when, you know, even myself was laid off or and other people were laid off. And some people took advantage of that opportunity by saying, you know what, I'm going to work on additional skill set or I'm going to or I'm going to learn something or I'm going to be I'm going to read more than I was before. And other people did not do that. People, some people decided just to sit in front of the TV all day. Some people just sat and decided to sit in front of YouTube videos all day, basically find things to distract them from the reality of what happens. And so nothing just happens was when, you know, when you have the opportunity to create a clear path of saying, wow, I I can't believe that that happened. And going back to the story, I, I couldn't believe what had happened to me where, I mean, I literally was being told, hey, you're a really, you know, great employee. I mean, you're always here on time. You you know, you never rarely call out sick. I mean, you even come and work on the, you know, off the clock. I, you know, matter of fact, my manager had to sit me down. He said, listen, I know you are trying to help people out, but they got to stand on their own, too, because if not, I need to get somebody else in here. And, you know, with you working off the clock like that, that's you know, that's not really healthy for um, the environment because people, some people feel that uh, you're, you're in so many words, just outworking them. You know, you eat lunch at your desk or whatnot. It's just you're, you're outworking everybody within the, you know, and you're in the department here. So, you know, I'm going to need you to go, you know, take your, you know, clock out and, and take your lunch break. I'm going to need you, you know, not to come in and help out or stay after. Just go home when you're shifted. These are the conversations I'm having with my manager. So it was shocking that I couldn't get the extended gratitude. But let me tell you how God works. I was so grateful that when they made a decision saying, hey, you know what, based on everything, we're just going to go in a different direction uh, with you. And I was so thankful at the time. I couldn't see it because, it, you know, I was like, man, I'm going to be at this organization forever 
ever. I'm going to win. And, you know, I'm going to be an executive and I'm going to do it. You know, I'm starting at the bottom. I'm going to climb my way up and I'm going to be one of one of the first, you know, uh, black executives here. And I'm going to make some changes and move. But I but at least I, I'll start at the, the floor. But it didn't happen that way. And it took some time, if I'm going to be honest with you, to go through that period, because I, I mean, for the life of me, I was so like it was it was so I was so lost. And, you know, when you when you when you start going through a a, a more of a, a victim period, you start you start blaming everybody else but yourself. And this was my fault. See, this wouldn't have happened to me if I wouldn't if I would have gotten up earlier and went to the the you know where I got breakfast from earlier and came in and, and brought it back and was on time at my shift this wouldn't happen to me if I said you know what I'll just skip breakfast and I'll eat lunch so this was my accountability however even though it was my accountability I understood that that sometimes that you can be in an atmosphere where you are pushing people and they're not ready to be pushed I've had to be in situations or I have friends that I felt like, hey, you know what, man, we need to do this. We need to do this and be like, yeah, 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 we're going to do this. And nothing would happen. And slowly but surely, I started pulling myself away. And next thing, next thing I know, I, I just didn't hear from them anymore or we just didn't talk anymore. And it wasn't like it wasn't, uh, you know, like me saying, you know, I don't want anything to do with you or I don't you know, I don't like it was the fact that I, I understood that for me, I, I am seeking greatness for me. I am seeking to be phenomenal for me. I want more out of me than what people thought that I was going to be. I was supposed to be a high school kid that didn't do anything. I was going to be locked up or dead or both. <laughs> I don't know how you can be both, but what I'm basically saying is, is that there wasn't, there really wasn't a, a bright future of what people thought I was going to be. I didn't do well in high school. I barely made it out of high school. Um, I didn't really, I, I really wasn't feeling college that much, but I was like, I'll go cause I get an opportunity to play basketball. So, okay, cool. But really I was like, I, I don't know, but I excelled in college, but I only excelled because I started making my mind up that, wait a minute, I'm buying into all the stereotypes of what they're saying that I, that I am. Yeah. I'm not putting forth effort. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't, I was partying more than, than I was actually studying. I said, I had, I had to stop. And once I made that decision in my mind, I have to start letting go of certain things in order to be the best version of myself, I started seeing changes in my life. And even with people, when you, you know, when you have to have, you know, the, uh, it, it was a question posed, like, what about loyalty? Does that, is there an expiration date? And honestly, there's not a really true expiration date on loyalty. What it is, is, is that, and, and this is the challenge because sometimes you you will make the decision to say, well, you know, uh, because this person didn't do what I said they were supposed to do or they said they were going to be loyal and they, they, they weren't loyal. What do I do next? Well, that's up to the person or the, I should say really the individual because for me, I have to be, I have to look at the information and say, well, okay, what happened there? 
Was it something that I that I created to force you outside of the situation you and I had? Or were you just being selfish and saying, you know what, this is about me? If that's the case, then yeah, you need to get going. Matter of fact, here's a let me help you on your way out the out the door and don't let the doorknob hit you. But again, family, sometimes we'll be so quick to jump as well that we'll miss the opportunity to to learn the actual lesson. The lesson for me. And being laid off was I understood that my situation or when I go into a situation, I I can't I, I can't be like everybody else. OK, maybe you don't you didn't catch that. When I say I can't be like everybody else, just because I see, you know, like I told you, they were out there enjoying themselves, having a good time, clocked in and everything. I understood that lesson taught me, yeah, there's some people that can potentially get away with it, but you can't be, you have to continue to stay solid because at the end of the day, if something happens where a, a someone decides either not to you know talk to you if something you know if they don't want anything to do with you you have to feel that you did everything that you potentially can do to either savor the relationship or keep the relationship and I'm not saying beg because again I learned that lesson of trying to beg or be so accommodating that uh, you start tearing yourself down you start making yourself feeling less than because you're trying to make somebody happy. And when you get to that point, family, you have to 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 really just course correct and be willing to make the the, the essential sacrifices so you can move forward. That's why I love, you know, your destiny is not tied to the person who left because the person who left they made the decision to leave. Maybe it was something you did. Maybe it wasn't something you didn't do. But if they refuse to have the conversation with you, if they refuse to communicate why they're leaving because of something that you could have done better and they weren't willing to work with you, then you already know what what needs to happen is that you need to have that gift of goodbye. Also, what, what I want you to understand here too, family, is, is that when you you finally say i am i am more than what someone is, is is telling me that i am meaning that you're not going to be acceptable to the limits that people want to place on you i love this quote by bruce lee um matter of fact i'm even going to go with the ralph waldo emerson quote because i just I'm, I'm looking at it right now and it said shallow men believe in luck or or in circumstances Strong men believe in cause and effect. See, when you look at that cause and effect, I I'm the one that caused the situation to happen to me. If I wouldn't have done what I what I did, then the effect wouldn't have happened to me, even though I was in my even though I really, truly thought I wasn't doing anything wrong, even though everybody else may have gotten a warning and, and things of like that. They wanted to make an example of me. 
they wanted to show that, hey, this is what happened if, if you keep doing what you want to do. So they chose someone that wasn't doing that or was on time or was, you know, working overtime and not getting paid that was committed to the actual organization. They needed to make an example and family, when you're made an example of, you should smile because now you know you have power bigger than yourself. So if you start really focusing on yourself, you know what Cat Williams talked about, your star player, there's so much more potential in you. And like I said, family, that situation I was in, it, I mean, it birthed a new person. It really showed me the ability. So that's why I don't sit around and, and, and play games when I see things going on and people are like, oh, well, you know, it's going to get, no, nah, I'm not playing that. It's going to get better type deal. If we're not, if, if someone is not, re, if not going to go do the work, if, you know, someone is not going to make the, the required commitment and dedication, I'm out. I don't care. And, and I'll even do that. Like even for myself, when you look at, I want to do all these different things, but I understand what Tyler Perry was saying. If I spread my water too thin, as far as wanting to do all these different things, I won't, I won't be able to generate a lot of energy. So that's why I took a lot of time, even this morning, because I didn't want to talk about this subject family, because I know it's touchy for some people of talking about letting things go because there's still some confusion of when is the best time. And I can't even tell you when the best time, because if some of the things that happened to me, I, I, I was like, I, okay, where did that come from? You know, people that I love that I admired that, I mean, I would lay my life down for and, they, you know, they say, well, you know, uh, I don't want anything to do with you. And, um, I'll let you know when I'm ready to talk or, or, I don't want anything to do with you because, you know, this decision that you made. See, when people have, it goes back to it again. When people have, um, I call them ultimatums, ultimatum decisions on your life, meaning if you don't do this, then I'm, you know, I'm, then I'm going to do this, meaning I'm going to walk away or I'm going to do that. Well, well, great. You deserve to. And again, these are challenges that when you start really learning more about you and when you start really going through what you're going through, it, you're going to feel guilty. I, I, you know, and, and at times when I feel that guilt coming on or frustration coming on, I remind myself of this message because I understand that nothing just happens. Some things that you, you're just like, wow, you know, what, why did that happen to me? I, I, I didn't. I mean, I was here like I'm I'm giving my all to this relationship. I'm putting everything into this relationship. Why did she walk out or or why did he walk out? It's, it's those type of things, family. And you you try to find the the answer to those questions and you never can you never can understand it because you don't know what that person is going through as well. And because you don't know that sometimes you take on the guilt, you take on the frustration, you take on the burden, but it's not your burden to carry. Let me say that again. It is not your burden to carry. 
Your job is first to focus on yourself. People keep forgetting that because society has made it like and then they try to manipulate you with 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 scripture. But even if you look in scripture, scripture even even talks about self first. How can I help anyone else if I'm if I don't work on me self first? If how can I be a, a, a great husband or a great brother or a great uncle or a great father. If I can't, if I can't get me right, family, you work on getting everybody else around around you right. You 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 work on making sure everybody else is around you happy, and you're not happy. You're not you're not you're not ecstatic. You're not motivated, and but you will do this for everyone else, except for the person that you should first start with. Because just think how your life would be if you really took time to work on you and love you that's why i always talk about even though i say self-discipline is about self-love self-encouragement self-growth because when you start developing all these all of these type of things as far as attributes of being self-orientated you will have the opportunity to add value to people's life and that's what i'm here for family i'm here to tell you what they won't tell you i know they want to sell you a package or a course but then they won't give you the insights you know i'm about to go on my rant so just get ready i know they want to sell you these things and they sell you the strategies i mean they, they provide the strategies but then uh, sell you the tactics and but then when you get the tactics the tactics don't even apply because they're not really showing you the behind the curtains what what I mean behind the curtains meaning that they don't show you okay here's step one and let me show you exactly what I'm doing step by step I remember of course I, I matter of fact of course um, I recently bought uh, and I was I, I was disappointed when I say I was I was like oh I'm done I'm just you know what I, and this is not sponsored by Skillshare, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to go on Skillshare and I'm just going to learn. I'm just going to, you know, whatever I want to learn, I'm just going to learn it from there. And then on top of that, I'll just watch, you know, any type of YouTube videos. I said, because until and, and, and my my revenge, as I should say, um, is the the aspect of me creating something to sell to people in which I know will, will help them in the behind the scenes, not the, not the, and, and when I say behind the, the scenes, I am speaking of over the shoulder. So that way to, I can help them to be understand because you never see what happens is well, you don't, you don't know um, when, when people don't share you share the true journey you just you just get the sound bite. Oh, or or I like this one. Check this out. You get the YouTube shorts. Mm. See, when you get the YouTube shorts of something, you're only you're only going to get a minute of of what you what, what they want to show you that looks amazing. But in reality, they're not telling you the process of how they got to that point. So I'm saying that to say this family is when nothing just happens is, is that you have to pay attention to self first. You have to pay attention to what, how are people treating you? Is this relationship value? Is this person adding value to my life? And am I, am, and am I adding value to their life? Because if just think if you have an even exchange uh, of value or somebody is adding more value and then you come back and add some more value, how much, how much genuine and how much more beautiful that relationship is. So Start getting to the point, family, when you start, you, you know, you need to start measuring and looking at your relationships and seeing, hey, does this make sense? I remember Les Brown told a story where he was like, 
You need to test your friends sometimes and see who is your really true friends and true family because those are the people you know that you can count on. Because What's the point of waiting till the incident happened and then you find out, man, I can't even count on this person. Now you go through a stage of frustration, depression, anxiety. I mean, you just start going through all of this because you had a certain expectation of someone that didn't meet, but yet and still you don't even have that expectation of you of loving yourself being more than what you were yesterday, only by 1%, just taking your time and enjoying the process. This is not a sprint. As I keep saying, we are definitely on a marathon here. And I hope today I didn't mean to go as long as I did. I, I, I just know that when nothing just happens, I am a living proof that nothing just happens. I am living proof of having the gift of goodbye. I am living proof of knowing that you have to, even though it hurts, even though it's painful, even though you can't understand it, I, I don't want to make any promises. All I can say is, is that you will eventually understand. And it may, it may, it may be five years from now. It may be 10 years from now, but once, but once those two come together, as far as what you went through and where you are, you're going to look back and say, man, thank God I went through that. Hope you enjoyed today's show, family. It's your boy, E.D. Until next time, you know how we do. Peace.